Hey, before you start today's episode, I just wanted to jump on in and tell you about something so very exciting. I am holding my first ever summit. The Rise Above Summit is going to be on the 20th and the 21st of March and the tickets to it are free. All you have to do is register at theriseabovesummit.com. Now, I have pulled together the most phenomenal lineup for you. Honestly, it's like a who's who of the online world. So if you have an online business that you want to grow, so you're either a course creator, a membership owner, or a coach and do offer group programs, then this is definitely the summit for you. You are going to learn everything you need to know from the best experts out there in terms of growing that business. Let me just give you a little rundown of some of the speakers that we've got speaking. We've got the amazing Amy Porterfield, who's going to be sharing with us about growing her audience and basically creating a million dollar online business. We've got the phenomenal Michael Hyatt, who is a New York Times bestselling author, who's going to be talking to us about getting organized in our business. We've got Mike from the Membership Guys, who's going to be talking about using free content to sell your online membership. We've got Lucy Street from Adobe Express sharing the secret source of social media. We've got Graham Cochran, who's talking about a million dollar life giving business formula. And I do an amazing interview with him. We have Adrian Salisbury talking about three keys to maximizing your own camera presence. We have Kirsten Miller, Mary Hyatt, Joy Ann Boyce. Uh, we have Fifi Mason, Robin Kennedy. We have Kylie Lang, Melanie Moore, Jen Lena, Natalie Bullen, Liz Mosley. Like the list goes on and on and on. We honestly have the most phenomenal people. We also have various different activities that you can take part in that go from meditation to tapping to doing marketing in 10 minutes. So we've got lots of fun things and there's also competitions to get amazing swag. So go and check out theriseabovesummit.com. It will be linked in the show notes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Go and find it in my social media. Get your free ticket. And after you get your free ticket, you will be given the opportunity to upgrade to our VIP pass. And our VIP pass means that you can watch any of these sessions whenever you want. Because the one thing about putting on such an amazing summit with such a big and amazing lineup is that we can't fit them all in two days. And in order to fit them in, we're doing tracks. So you will get to pick between three different speakers of which one to watch live. And unless you've got the VIP passed, you won't be able to watch the speakers that you've missed. So do check that out as well. It's honestly going to be amazing. I am so very excited about it and I can't wait to see you there. You are listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast, episode 151. You are listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast and I'm your host, Teresa Heathwaring. If you're a marketer, business owner or entrepreneur that is frustrated and overwhelmed with all the constant changes in digital marketing and social media, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Each week, I share with you easy, insightful and actionable steps that you can use to grow your business. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to this week's Thursday episode of the podcast. How the devil are you? I hope you're having a good week. So this week I have on the podcast the very lovely Caroline from Huntington House Kitchen. Caroline, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Teresa. How are you? 
I am good, really good. I think I've just realized I've got lipstick on my uh, on my face, but other than that, I'm good. <laughs> so very professional here at uh, uh, 3C Throwing Limited. Um, so Caroline, please tell my audience who you are, what you do and how you got to doing the business that you do today. Okay, so first of all, thank you so much for having me. I am so excited. It's my pleasure, my um, pleasure. So um, I'm Caroline. I um, live on the outskirts of Shrewsbury and say I'm the very proud owner of Huntington House Kitchen. I started this business full time last March, so March 2019, after taking redundancy from a um, very high level HR job. Uh, We moved to Huntington House in 2018 and I've always got a vision of um, doing classes and wanted to do wedding cakes. And our kitchen is just phenomenal. So because I wanted to do um, uh, classes and I wanted to um, do more than just cakes, I wanted it to be Huntington House Kitchen um, mm-hmm. and just think it it, it works. Um, and I say, I'm just absolutely loving it. So... Did you, because you said you came from HR, so were you good at baking, cooking? Was it like, how how did that, was it always a thing that you were going to do that? Or how did that come about? I suppose it was a dream, if I'm totally honest. Loved, I've always loved baking. Um, if uh, ever I had to go and see anybody or go to work, it's always cupcakes. Just cupcakes nice. are my thing. Um, but yeah, always baked with my nan. My mum used to do wedding catering when we were little. So I always used to watch her. Um, my nephews will kill me for saying it, but they always used to make fairy cakes with me. Um, they're in their 20s now and I can't, they won't do it now. But yeah, just absolutely loved it. But I've been, for years, been on classes. I've baked, you know, with people like John Waite from the Bake Off. Um, I baked with him and I had to go back again because I loved it so much. But I've been on loads and loads of classes. Um, applied for Bake Off and got through uh-huh. to the fin- final 70 a few years oh, ago. Um, it was awesome but yeah and now I do this for a living I'm not allowed to apply anymore even though I do think I'd be awesome but yeah yeah. just because it's your business yeah yeah it's meant to be like home bakers yes yeah but I've been on say loads and loads of classes but just self-taught I suppose and I own an obscene amount of cookery books so (laughs) (laughs) I really really do they're like a guilty pleasure I do love yeah yeah they do yeah they are so you started off doing wedding cakes yes with yes. the dream of wanting to do classes yeah. and the wedding cakes were going well they were going brilliantly I was due to have an, a fantastic year this year I had over 40 weddings booked which mm-hmm. was a very very busy time um but considering say last um last year was my first full year of doing it um so yeah it was supposed to it's supposed to be such a such a good year and I know when when lockdown started I spent weeks crying what do I do you know I've invested so much um into this and yeah I just yeah I was totally and utterly deflated but also sad for all the people that weren't able to yeah go ahead so yeah wedding cakes were going really really well yeah and and that's like it's funny enough uh when I interviewed Toria, we talked about the fact of when lockdown first happened, she got a bit depressed and I was like, but we're allowed to, we're allowed to go, oh my actual goodness, you know, this has happened and literally there's nothing else I can do about it. I can't, 
these weddings are not going to go ahead. Also, even if they did did go ahead, which they couldn't do in lockdown, but then after lockdown, they could a bit. They couldn't, they weren't the weddings that they were going to be. So no, no one was going to have a huge, massive, three-tier amazing wedding cake because they wouldn't have had that many guests at the wedding. So at that point, what what did you think you were going to do? What what did you think was going to happen with the business? Um, I I had the dread that I would have to get another job, but say so I think I'd put so much into this and I went on a Zoom training course um, and it was quite early on in lockdown and I think I was on a Zoom training course with yourself, which is where I first met you. And I know you'd said to me, oh, you should, you know, get yourself online. And I wasn't, I wasn't ready. I just was absolutely petrified of trying to do anything on, on Zoom. And then another lady who I'd met on a course said to me, I hear you, what you're saying, because I'd introduced myself as a wedding cake designer with no weddings. Yeah. And um, she said, would you do a cream tea for a baby shower? And I said, well, I don't, but I can. Um, yeah. And I spent the whole summer making cream teas and I spent a lot of money on, on my marketing and been in lots of paid adverts in magazines, but it was the local community that found me and just kept me going. So I literally just worked and worked and worked doing cream teas at that point and wasn't brave enough to do anything online really. Um, But you still found a business opportunity, which you know, you've got to take your hat off to that. You've got to go, I I was doing this and then I had to pivot a bit to, to find a new way. Yeah. And you were busy and you were bringing in money and your name was almost getting out there more than, because you were probably known in the wedding industry, but now suddenly a whole new audience were finding you. Yeah. And I say most of them were just, just up the road and say, even though I wasn't very confident on social media, I, I think at that point, um, it was the Facebook groups locally and people finding it and the recommendations. And I, in December 2018, I'd advertised some classes for in the kitchen. So you would come and you would decorate a Christmas cake with me. And yeah. I had one person that came, just one. And that's my old boss. Um, and I didn't appreciate back then that no lie can trust. Yeah. And it's... I, I just didn't get it I thought well I've got a really really good product I'm yeah great I think yeah nobody came um but it's it's say the the no like and trust from people recommending and I did a cream tea the other day for somebody that recommended me in June so it is you yeah. know I, I get it now I, I yeah. it's not just spiel it, I do I get it so tell me, because obviously when we when I set up this podcast, it was like, what was that one thing that you did? What was kind of the the thing in marketing that you did that then ended up in a result that actually you were like, this is brilliant. So so tell us where you were at that point then. So so for me, this is what you said I should do months ago <laughs> before you really knew me. Um, I <laughs> I uh, started um, uh, doing online classes. So the online bake along zoom classes and I put together the kits and then you um so you you book on a class I put together a kit of all the ingredients you need and there'll be extra tools so um for instance the Christmas cake one which 
you've worked done you've done yeah. um but you've got you know the tin and you've got the extra cutters and some other bits that I think are brilliant when you're cake decorating and I advertised them on Facebook and the first Christmas cake one sold out I did another one last Saturday with six on which is a lovely number yeah. um but I've been doing um uh, I did uh, yes yeah yesterday the yesterday. Uh, kid, yeah, yeah kids Festive cookies. <laughs> oh my god. There was, was it madness? Oh, it's amazing. I felt sorry for all the parents. I must have Yeah, because the they've mess. got to clean up that mess. Yeah. <laughs> but so if you include my two children, there was 21 kids. Wow. And um the only two that I couldn't control or weren't listening were my own. <laughs> <laughs> um my I had some amazing feedback, and the class lasted two hours. So they yeah. had the cutters, they had the fab festive sprinkles. Um, but the the kids, when we finished it in two hour, the two hour stage, parents messaged me after to say that their kids carried on decorating because there's so many cookies they can make and they yeah. loved it. And it took me back to say when I was used to do stuff with my mum. I was really pleased I didn't use my brand new laptop for it because Bethan had flour <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> that is brilliant. Um, but but no, it's it, just to see them all. And I think as well, because it's Zoom and because they can ask questions. Yeah. It's just it's just amazing. And early on in lockdown, I was listening to lots of audiobooks and I listened to the big leap from Gay Hendricks, you know, when he says it's yeah. about your zone of genius. Yes. And I would say I found it, but I think I said to you last week, I also think I found my sparkle. Yeah, and I just, it's something, and I, I wish in one sense I had started it sooner. I really, yeah. really do. So so tell me why you didn't and what changed. So what why I didn't is because I didn't think I was good enough to do it. I, I you know, that self-doubt. I think what, and, and I think I was worried about, yeah, what if what if it failed? Yeah. Um, and what if I, I couldn't do it? And actually, I've worked out, I, I've been able to show people all different things. Um, Technology is probably not my forte. However, uh-huh. um, it's working. And I what changed is that realising that what's the worst case scenario? Yes, I advertise it and then nobody books. But, mm-hmm. but they have. And yeah. um, it's just that self-belief, Teresa, that yeah. I can do this and I love yeah. it. And I, yeah, I just, I truly wish that maybe I had started it sooner. But if I had, maybe I wouldn't have been in the, I needed to be in the right place. And yeah. I think. I couldn't and, agree with that more. Like, seriously, for me, what I think about when I hear your story and, and the journey you've been through, one, creating all those cream teas were giving you the exposure and the marketing that you needed. And also, I think you did need that confidence. And I think mm-hmm. right at the beginning, you know, although the idea was there, I don't think, because I remember when you came onto a call and you said, I've done it. I've just done it. I've just said I'm going to do it. And yeah. like, and it was this kind of like, just 
defiance of that's it I've done it and it was like almost to the point we'd got no choice now I'm just going to give it a go and then we talked through how you could do it and how you could like you know advertise it and various things but the point was you'd done it and and the other stuff comes later like you know that was the stuff that is the easy bit really because the hard bit is actually just going hey everyone I'm going to do this thing yeah but like so you sold out two lots of Christmas cake classes you've yeah. sold out the kids classes have you or yeah, you've so definitely t- sold so I've got one place left this weekend so I've added on another class now for just before Christmas um, amazing, so yeah, which, amazing so yeah and sold yesterday so yeah it was sold out so that was awesome and we've got so, all these ideas for next year of yeah. other things that you're going to be doing and if and when we get back not if when we get back to a normal life and we can come and visit your kitchen and yeah. do a class. Do you see these being hand in hand? Do you see still a presence of both? I think so. I th- certainly for the children, because I had a couple of parents contact me yesterday and say, if you do any more, you know, my, my children absolutely loved it. So I think it that would work because again, in one sense, you're still baking with mum or you're still yeah. baking with dad. Yeah. There was some dads there. Um, but you're still baking with your parents in your house. But I'd love to carry them on. Yeah. And but I would also love people in here because uh, in my yeah. kitchen because I want I've I've say had the privilege of being on classes with other people, and I've seen them do be done well. And, you know, it's the whole hospitality and the getting together with people. Yeah. It's it's yeah. fab. So yes, I I'd still love to do these because it gets you a bigger audience or yeah you're more accessible exactly because there are going to be people who are listening to this that are in the states that would love to do christmas cookie decorating or you know cook along or or whatever which obviously for people to come to you where you are that is incredibly difficult yeah anybody that isn't within a fairly you know a couple of hours commute I guess yeah but but you can open this up to further now obviously we've just you've just done the UK at the moment you know yeah. and whether you could open it further again you'd have to work that out but like yeah. for me it's it's the fact of you you're giving the best of both worlds and also if this hadn't have happened if lockdown hadn't have happened would you have ever had the motivation and push to take something online like you have no, not at all. I just realised I'm shaking my head and realise you can't. <laughs> it's a podcast, Caroline. <laughs> They're not going to see. It. Yeah, um, but but no, I wouldn't. And say it was always there. But I think with the wedding cakes, I realised I was I was so lucky to be chosen as you know pe- uh, the wedding cake designer that I got. Um, I use that as my comfort blanket. That mm. while I'm so busy with this, I wouldn't even bring the other dream I have into fruition yeah. and I just think it's it's been an, a naff year for so many things but yeah. wow it's also been exciting yeah. and and I I had a, um, one of my wedding couples yesterday pick up some cupcakes and I was saying to her about the classes and everything yeah. else and I said I'm adamant my business is going to survive I didn't yeah. say that, you know, I, I had my fears at the start of lockdown, but there's no way I'm giving up. I'm just no. not. I've got too much in it, you know, too much love in it, too much money invested in it. I'm just not going to give up. Um, and, and, and I, sorry, yeah, I was just say I don't, I don't, I really don't want to. And I don't see why I, I it should beat me anymore. And, and also 
Do you know why I think you now think like that is because exactly what you said before, you found your sparkle, you found the thing that you just love. And therefore you couldn't imagine the same with me. I could not imagine having to go something and do something else. Mm. So I've got to make it a success. I have no choice because I am not doing anything else ever again. This is the thing I love to do. And therefore I love the fact that you found that because I don't think there's any, any bigger motivator than loving every minute of it and just so you know I did do one of the classes my daughter is also going to be doing one of the cookie ones I made a Christmas cake for my husband because my husband loves Christmas cakes and has asked me the entire time we've been together are you gonna make me a Christmas cake and I never have and actually it's all so kind of bittersweet in the same sense it's all come together interestingly that my mum and my nan used to make Christmas cakes and obviously Mm -hmm. my nan passed away years ago and my mum passed away this year so like And funnily enough, when I posted it on my story to say that I was doing it, one of my cousins said, is it going to be as nice as as your mum and nan's? And I was like, well, we'll see, we'll see. So so yeah, that was just lovely. But I think for me, bringing me and my daughter together, doing that thing, doing maybe a tradition, like it was just beautiful. And tech is an absolute pain in the backside and that will get easier. And no one minded, did they, Caroline? So basically all that happened was an issue with Zoom where they thought she hadn't signed up for a paid one and therefore it was trying to cut you off after like 45 minutes. But we just came off and we went back on again and no one minded, did they? No, and it was yesterday was sorted. I used the right account and (laughs) we were on for two hours. But, you know, on um, this weekend, on the cookie one, I've got three children from London um, and it's one little girl should have had a birthday party. So and the fact that she can see her friends online and make cookies. And it it is. It's 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 lovely. It does bring people together. I know one lady said I didn't think it would work on Zoom, but it did. And so to watch all these children listening to their parents. So yeah. um, you just need to sort me own out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is brilliant. Caroline, thank you so much for sharing this. I know that people are going to be really loving hearing what you've said. If they want to find out more about you, how do they find you? So I have got a website and it's Huntington House Kitchen. And I'm on Instagram as Huntington House Kitchen and on Facebook as Huntington House. Um, so I would love to hear from anybody. And obviously, Teresa, thank you so much for this opportunity. Honestly, my my absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. Thank you. Okay, so as Caroline just said, we're going to put it in the show notes, but go ahead and find her. Go and give her a like, give her a follow, show her some love. Honestly, and when you see what this woman can make from, like, I'm not a baker. I'm definitely more a cook than a baker. And when you see the cakes that she's done, they are phenomenal. So do go and give her a follow. Uh, I love to see all the support that you listeners are giving all these amazing small businesses. So do go do that. And I will see you on the next episode on Monday. Have a lovely rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, then please do go check out TeresaHeathWaring.com where you'll find more amazing content to help you grow your business.